The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. First one addressed our first communicants here. Um, for all of you, you will forever in a day be able to say that you received your first Holy Communion on your birthday. Today's your birthday. Now I know you're kind of looking at your parents saying, what? It may be your birthday. But today's not only your birthday, it's also my birthday, and it's the birthday of every baptized member of the church, past, present, and those in the future, because Pentecost is the birthday of the church. And the church is not bricks and mortars and pews and particular zip codes and addresses and locations. The church is the living stones. And those of you receiving your first Holy Communion are living stones. You're living stones that build up the church and your parents and godparents. One point you went to the baptismal font where you were baptized and now you're coming with your parents and godparents, whether online, watching online or here, to receive your first Holy Communion. And you're journeying, you're journeying to the fullness of baptism, which is confirmation and that's where you'll stand up on your own and you will say yes to the renewal of your baptismal promises so to all you first communicants and everybody here happy birthday happy birthday you see we have three birthdays we have our birthday where we're naturally born into life which we commonly and culturally all over the world people celebrate we have another birthday and that birthday that we received through our baptism at the baptismal font on the day that we were baptized was when we were born into new life in Christ. That's our second birthday. And our third birthday is Pentecost, where we celebrate as a church, one body in Christ, Jesus Christ the head, and we celebrate our birthday. On a day like today, the question could be, well, what is it all about? Why? Why did Jesus Christ come from heaven to earth, live 30 years in a little town where he was really not known by many, three years of preaching, three hours on a cross, three days in a tomb, rose from the dead, for 50 days or, or more, several, you know, less than 50 days, went around and was resurrected but was in a glorified body and then ascended into heaven and said, wait in Jerusalem, wait, because the advocate will come. 
You need an advocate if you have an adversary, if you have somebody who's after you, someone who's gonna defend you. So they went and they waited. They were afraid and they waited and they waited with Mary, the mother of God, on that first Pentecost. But just as you and I, my brothers and sisters in Christ, have been journeying through Lent, through Easter, Easter vigil, into the eight days of Easter, to this Easter season, we are truly, mysteriously journeying in the living memory of this moment. The living memory of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the promise of Jesus to his apostles and disciples, not just for those in the time when he was seen in the flesh. In John chapter 17, he says, I pray not only for you at the Last Supper, he said, but also those who will come to believe in me through you. In your mind's eye, think of 100 years from now. Can you do that? Can you think of 100 years from now? It's our time to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's our time to go out in the streets and the byways and the ways and to do it and to do what those first apostles and disciples did without fear. It's our time. One of the things that struck me about Pope Francis saying in Rome, his prayer for the church, which I would say, let's make that our prayer for this parish. His prayer was this. I pray that there will be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit so there will, there will be a courage in the faithful. And evangelize is nothing more than going out and talking about Jesus. But backing it up with the way in which we live. St. Paul was a tent maker. He made tents. Maybe he gave people some free tents. Maybe he made some little money on that to live to get his food, but he made tents. But it was in the midst of making the tents that St. Paul preached the gospel and people started to listen to him. Then he'd go to the synagogue on the weekend because he kept the Sabbath holy and he went there and he'd preach and he'd do things and things. He lived a very normal life, but his whole life was centered on proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm gonna sum up with an invitation this entire homily in three words. Three simple words. And it's my prayer for you and for me that these three simple words just today, don't worry about tomorrow, just today, they're on our heart. And then we worry about tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Three simple words. Come Holy Spirit. Say it with me, please. And say it like you mean it. We're gonna do it three times, right? If you mean it. That first, those first apostles were there waiting and they were petitioning. They were waiting. They wanted it. They desired it. In our church, can we stir up a desire to desire the gentle guest of our soul that'll pour down on us like the rain that falls today? If the ground stays dry, nothing can grow. Nothing can grow. 
But when the rain falls, it waters the earth and fruit comes forth. If you have flour and you wanna make bread, without water, it can't come together to become that one loaf. But we add water, the Holy Spirit's always prefigured in water coming to petition that. As the rain falls, come Holy Spirit. So, so not for me, but for Jesus who went to send his spirit. Let's say it like we mean it. Let's practice it, all right? Say it with me. Come Holy Spirit. That's all right. Get in rhythm. One more time. Spirit. Bring it one more time so they hear you down at Panther Stadium. Okay, so imagine, okay, we did that as a community and we come and I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, you evangelize more than you realize. And what I mean by that, you're here today. You may have had to get in a boat to get here today. I don't know what he took. I saw one mom coming in and she was just like, I'm here, Father. And I said, good job, Mom, you're here. I could tell and I could see my own in my mind's eye, my own family trying to get to church. You're here. You're a witness to that. And we don't know if there's somebody in the back and if you are, come up and say hello after. It's their first time ever here and they're checking things out because they're searching. They're checking things out. So the way we respond the way we worship, the way we pray, truly, truly matters. You little ones, you're gonna go home and someone's gonna say, why are you dressed in a nice white dress? I saw you get in your car. I saw you get out of your car and you go into your house or you go to that restaurant. Why are you dressed the way you're dressed? Can I tell you about Jesus? I received Jesus. Come Holy Spirit. My hope for you and me is that spontaneous prayer remains on our heart. Remains on our heart just today. Come Holy Spirit. We don't have to wait. Imagine come Monday, you're going to that boardroom meeting. You're going to that meeting at work. You're maybe stressing about it right now. You're thinking about your job and the people you have to work with and how you're gonna do it and what you're gonna say. But imagine if you go walking on Monday because you practiced it on Sunday and you lived it on Sunday, that spontaneous prayer, and you go walking in and as you go into that boardroom meeting, you're there, come Holy Spirit, 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 come Holy Spirit. You just graduated high school and you got news that you're going on to your college campus and that day is gonna happen and right now you're excited but there's gonna be a moment when you step on that campus when your heart goes into your feet because all your friends from high school are away and you're wondering what college is gonna throw at you. Will you have friends? Will you do well in your classes? How's it gonna work out? Is it really meant to be what I thought it would be in that moment? As you unpack your stuff and your parents go off to the car, and it happened to me, it may not happen to you, but I had a big old lump in my throat and tears in my eyes, and nobody saw it, but God saw it. In that moment, on your college campus, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Give me the courage to walk as you want me to walk. You may be a young adult that's here, like the one I met last week that's been here eight weeks, whose mom was with her. 
And as she was walking out, her mom was with her and said, Father, do you know any good guys you can introduce her to? Hey, can you help with that? And I said, us priests, we're good at that. We know a lot of people. So if you're a young adult, kind of inspire them. What's God's will for me? What do you want of me? Where is my spouse, my future spouse? Can I meet the right guy? Can I meet the right guy? Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. You're maybe a little younger and you're thinking about summer vacation and dipping in the pool and going fishing and going to the beach and all that stuff and that is joy and that is great and that is awesome and when your feet hit that beach and you're there with your friends and family and you're going to play bocce ball and throw the frisbee and all that stuff it's come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit you're a senior and you miss your spouse who has passed away and a vast majority of your friends have gone on to the next life and you're afraid and you're fearful and you're worried and you're scared and you're wondering whether or not you belong or that you're loved or that you're welcomed. It's in those moments, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, because my brothers and sisters in Christ, the church is all about that. All of us opening our hearts wide to Christ and the love that he wants to pour out on you and me this day so that our hearts can come be, become full of that love. And we can go forth as his body and pour it out on the world. That simple, spontaneous prayer is so important for followers of Jesus Christ and believers in the Lord. May you and I on this birthday of ours, just simply receive those words and make them, make an effort that those words not only just be words, but a daily prayer from our heart. Come, Holy Spirit, come.